Hey, welcome to Coffee with the Coach, episode 39. We are coming to you live from Pahoa on the big island of Hawaii in the Puna District. Hey, Michael, come on, man. We got to talk. We got to get this show started, brother. <laughs> we got to talk about how to wear the hey, hot wait, wait, wait a second now. That, what'd you pay for that hairdo that you had? Must have been uh, about. Okay, all right. Like, no, no. Yeah. Come on, no. It's, it's growing. It's fine. It's fine. I have to just celebrate the big news today for me. That's that's the only thing I'm trying to. What, what's that? What's that? What what? Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller. What about, what about it? Did He's he walk? Stay on. Stay on for one more year in the West. So. Oh boy! Listen, listen to you. You cannot put your Broncos hat off at all, can you? I mean, you just never stop with those Broncos. How did you get to be such a big Bronco fan, man? That's that's a that, that's a story for a whole episode. Uh, Jeff, a story for a whole episode. Uh, it's been, hey, I tell you what, a lot's happened in the last uh, seven days. I mean, it's been pretty crazy, hasn't it? What has been the biggest news this week to you? Seriously, what's been the biggest news? Patriots. It, it reminds me of when the, the, the Irish and UK governments spent lots of money before the global recession 12 years ago. <laughs> it's uh, a lot you know of... That- that's that's that was big. What they did was big. They had a lot of action by the Patriots. We'll talk about that. We'll unpack all that. But that was a distant second to the biggest news of the week. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, what do you mean? Was it? What, what are you talking about? Was it? Was it? What's the biggest news of the week for you? The biggest news of the week is we're going to be back later in the week to do a question and answer show. So, hey, that's big news now. When you talk about the tribe called out for it. All right. Led by our man, Fred Funk, and uh, another one of your fellow Irishmen called out for it, said he wanted what? He wanted a question and more question and answer. So uh, whatever our tribe wants, they get. And we're bringing it to them later in the week. So should Thursday they check night. It? Thursday night. All right. We're, gonna do IT. we're doing ITH for uh, for Sky Sports NFL, Neil and I. And then you'll get a double dose. You'll get ITH and you'll get a little live question and answer right here on coffee with coach hey uh let's get going man we got a huge ass show for today so let's get going with our first guest all right now we have had this guy on before and he is one of our favorite guys not only for the way he plays the game but for the way he lives his life and what he does and stands for on and off the field and uh, he is a free agent right now as we speak unless something has happened in the last few minutes uh, Thomas Morstead, uh, ex New Orleans. It's hard for me to say that. I mean, ex New Orleans Saint and uh, Pro Bowler has joined us with his beautiful wife Lauren. And Lauren, first of all, I think I might have sp- misspelled your name the other day. I hope it's not misspelled on your graphic right here. It looks good. Oh, it's good. Okay, because yeah. I, I I misspelled it the other day when I sent Thomas an email. <laughs> so, and hey, I appreciate you guys coming on as a family um, because. And we're going to start to talk about this in some detail. I think this is really awesome. When I talked to Thomas the other day, uh, we were discussing what this whole thing really is like and how out, you know, we as fans or, you know, people in the business, they're not isolated incidents. There's, there's, as they say, collateral damage in, in all these decisions that are made and a lot of things that people really don't even take the time to consider how lives change and how, you know, the upheaval and all that. So I want to, I want to, Thomas, if we can start with this, it's been an unbelievably emotional week for you, hasn't it? It has. Um, <clears throat> you know, we're fortunate to be in a position where we don't have to 
upheave anything. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's sad to be leaving the team. Um, you know, we've kind of been all in for the past 12 years, all the eggs are in one basket type of mentality. And, um, you know, that's the only way we've known how to do it. Um, it's been a great run. We've enjoyed the heck out of it. And we've got, um, shoot, we're going to be living here, uh, as a home, uh, regardless of, you know, kind of where the career goes, this will be the home base. And, um, you know, we're just very grateful for all the friends we've made here, all the relationships. Uh, I don't know. A lot of gratitude. It's been a great run. Well, let's go back then. And Lauren, if you would take us back to how you two got together. I mean, how this whole thing had, had because I think, again, my wife and I have talked about this. When you when you marry into this madness that is pro football, and it really is, it's unlike any other profession in the world, I think. And pro sports. And if you haven't had a background in it, it can be unbelievably trying and tough on, you know, families and, and partners in particular. But how did you guys meet? How did you how, tell our fans about, you know, the, what's the story? I mean, from <laughs> how it all began. Um, I met Tom in fifth grade on a <laughs> Yeah. On a fifth grade field trip? No, ski trip. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, um, a family friend of ours um, invited both of our families to the ski trip. And that's where I met Tom. She was head over heels for my uh, tw- for the for the twelve year old me with a squeaky voice and buck teeth and <laughs> uh, good things I had going. Pretty much I tried to avoid you at all costs. That's yeah. <laughs> we actually have a we have a picture of all the kids, um, um, me and my brothers, him and his brother, and the other the, the family. They had three kids, and he's in uh, he's in one corner of the hot tub, and I'm in the furthest corner away from him. And that's right. So, <laughs> so we, we, we reconnected eight years later. Um, <laughs> things had changed a little bit by then. Yeah. I, I had a little bit better chance. Um, you got your teeth straightened, and you'd grown a little bit. You weren't skinny yeah. anymore. Got no way. Had a little confidence, you know. Uh, I was excited about where my life was potentially going to head. So, um, you're not a parent, Lauren. You're not a Pearland girl, are you? You're not, are you? I Texas girl? from Clear Lake, so close oh, okay. by. Our, our, our parents, where we grew up, we were about 15 minutes away from each other, but we never went to the same school. So it was really like I I saw him then in fifth grade, and then I didn't see him until college. So it was a big gap. Although I think my brother saw you a lot in between randomly when they went to the yeah trips. a few times yeah. So, but, All right, so so you, yeah. when you're at you're at SMU and and Tom, were you at SMU at the same time? I didn't know you no, were. At SMU. No, I went I went to A and M, Texas A and M. So oh, couldn't get into couldn't get into TC SMU rather. Excuse me. That's false. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> She's the smart one, just so we're clear. Oh, you mean Tom, Thomas didn't Thomas didn't warn you that this is gonna be this is not this is gonna be pretty light and we're gonna have some fun. So <laughs> good, we'll poke good. fun back and forth. So so you guys get so you guys yeah, I mean th- he's playing football, right? Yes. But he's and also he just an, got he, on the team right before I yeah, met I had, you. I had just we before we, we remat, um I yeah. was go. I was actually it was the day before I was going to be uh, competing for the job for the first time. Mm-hmm. As actually invited to training camp my third year of college, um, and had just been put on scholarship. So, 
you know, we tried to do the long distance thing. Yeah. Um, actually, the, the, the fact that he was um, an athlete was actually something that made me nervous because I had dated someone who was not very not very yeah. nice guy. So the fact that he was I, he started I, playing football, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. I had to, I had to jump over a lot of walls, yeah. through a lot of hoops. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's kind of crazy to think that we actually ended up together with all the right. – um, obstacles but um you know some things are out of your hands it's just meant to be yeah absolutely and and now okay so you you get drafted you know you're going to new orleans where where were you at that time lauren in the whole continuum of relationship were you guys oh we had were you, were, broken up then yeah we had broken we were split up four or five different times in college <laughs> And, we were and, really good at communicating. And so. in the NFL, we weren't very good phone talkers. We'll just leave it at that. Um, but once she moved here after my second season, yeah. it was very, very quickly clear that, you know, we, we never lived in the same city for the yeah. first five years. And, we, you know, you see each other for two days here and there. Yeah. Wasn't a real relationship. And so. Um, it, was, it was very off and on. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just strenuous. <laughs> I remember watching. I, I watched the draft, though. Yeah. Even though we were broken up, yeah. While I was doing my organic chemistry homework, I remember that. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, how did I, I got you. that in there after that. I got, I got you. I got you. <laughs> hey, she's got two degrees and I have zero. So let's <laughs> who's the smart one. Okay. Hey, but did you have any idea what you were getting yourself into when you, you, you're going to marry a professional athlete? No. I mean, look, we we had she had been moved to New Orleans for a year and some before we got married, and yes. knew what was going on. But I mean, none of us, n neither of us knew. You know, neither of us had any expectations. You right. know, I think we just, um, you know, it's like anything. You just put your best foot forward at all times, and uh, you try to make the most of opportunities that you're that come your way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have never guessed that I've played twelve years in in one city um, or twelve years at all. Um, you know, just fortunate to really have a lot of uh, awesome people invest in me over the course of my life. And, um, and, you know, I've taken those opportunities and I think maximized them as best I could. Well, you know, when you get as deeply embedded in the community as you guys have done, and because you've invested so much in that city and so much in being a part of, you know, making New Orleans a better place to live, right? All, all that has can change in one minute, in one phone call, the entire, from the outside anyway, the entire, you know, structure of your life can be pulled apart. And I, you guys have children, right? And I can and I can remember this as a coach's kid is, you know, my my dad and mom sitting us all down on the sofa and say, and, you know, well, you know, this has happened and we're probably going to move and, you know, all of those things. And just the you know, because kids don't kids can't conceptualize on the on the bigger picture They They think about, well, my friends down the street and, you know, my my little league team and all of those kinds of things. When you got released, what was the, how did you handle it as a family from the, you know, from
from that kind of structural thing? How did you break the news to the kids? Well, we just told the boys, uh, boys are six and five and they cried. And, um, you know, we just, you know, they, my, my oldest son in particular, why, and trying to explain that, um, you know, explain the salary cap situation. Daddy didn't have his best season last year and, you know, a bunch of different factors that go into, and, um, and, you know, he kind of understood it and uh, was able to handle that. And uh, my, my, my youngest son just, he, he just cried. And um, I just told him, I said, look, it's not the last time you guys are going to get to go to a Saints game. Daddy just won't be playing there. And um, we're still going to be Saints fans. And Daddy may end up playing for another team um, if it's best for our family. And, uh, and, and, you know, it was pretty simple, honestly. And, you know, we really didn't even have a conversation with the girls. They're three and, and two. And, you know, I, I don't, I didn't, we didn't even think it was worth having the conversation as far as just their understanding of what's going on. So, um, you know, it was, uh, I'll remember it. I'll remember having that conversation with them and, uh, they did, they really did well with it. And, you know, we'll just, like I said, we'll just see what, what comes next. We're fortunate to be in a position where we don't have to do anything. And, but, um, you know, I love playing football and I love uh, being part of the team and I love the grind, the workouts, the training and competing at the highest level. And um, so I love doing all the things it takes to be great. And um, I'm healthy and uh, I'm excited to, you know, hopefully have an opportunity to bounce back this year. Now, fans, you know, this is an interactive show. So <clears throat> a number I know we've got a number of you out there. And if you want to talk to Lauren or ask questions to Lauren and Thomas, you know, hit Michael and, and we'll get it up on the screen and we'll, we'll, we'll make it a little Q and a, did you, did you see it Tom coming? Thomas, did you guys, you know, I thought, I thought there was a reasonable chance they'd ask me to take a pay cut. Um, but you know, I, I would have figured that would have been a conversation that happened no matter what was happening and, and it didn't. And so, you know, I'm not bitter about it. Uh, definitely was surprised. We were in the middle of a, a zoom school meeting and I got the call from coach and had to take it, come back and do a 30 minutes of school before I told Lauren. Um, oh, my God. You know that really well, too. I had no idea anything had happened. Wait a second, Lauren. He, <laughs> he, wait, you guys are doing a Zoom school meeting for, yeah. your, kids? for your kids? Yeah, one of our, one of our kids. Um, getting yeah, so we, were, we, were, yeah. we had this, you know, with all these different teachers. And I think we were on the phone call for like a minute or two. And then he left. And then he came back and I looked at him and he looked fine. So I didn't think anything of it. So. so so Thomas, you look at your phone and it's what coach Payton's number and you got, so you got to excuse yourself. Yeah. Right. And look, just with the timing of it and me thinking, you know, if there was any sort of restructure, I thought the GM would have called and wanted to have a discussion. And so him calling, I just figured, um, you know, it's probably isn't good. And so, um, you know, just, it was pretty short and sweet. Um, and, you know, um, just made it quick, got back on that. And, you know, the rest of that afternoon was just, I had a long chat with Mickey Loomis, which was good. And, um, you know, it was immediately, who do I want to tell before the news breaks and kind of going through my, you know, I'm sure I left people out, uh, in the moment, but, um, just tried to do my best to call people, uh, not only family, but just people that have, uh, invested in me just to say thank you. And um, there's a lot of people that have uh, skin in the game, so to speak. 
mm-hmm. uh, with my success. And, you know, I just wanted to let all those people know before it kind of broke uh, how much they've meant to me. And um, so I, it was nice that I had I had about 24 hours to do that, which was nice. Now, this is exactly this is the week of your 35th birthday, correct? Yeah. This this all this all goes down. Yeah. Right? Wow. I, and and I got to tell you, Lauren, what you did for his birthday was maybe one of the coolest things I have ever heard. I mean, that was first of all, where did you get the idea for that? And second of all, I want you to explain it to our to our what you actually did for Thomas yeah. for his 35th birthday. So when everything went down, um, well, you went out of town, but then I, I started just, you know, scrolling on all the social media comments and there were just all these different wonderful comments about Tom, about our family, about when they met Tom and all these different things. And so I called our, uh, our executive director of our foundation. Um, he is fantastic with computers. I have no, I have no, <laughs> nothing there. Um, but, um, we, I called Dennis and, um, I had this idea and, and we, he just kind of ran with it. You know, you have a little idea, he makes it 10 times better. Um, so basically what we did was on his birthday, um, I posted on Tom's social. Now she's not, she's not totally like a hundred percent aggressive. She did ask my permission to post I it. But she said, I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, you like I thought, see, I thought you, cause the, she said, you I'm said. doing this, whether you like it or not. <laughs> oh, okay. So, but I'm just oh. letting you know that I'm going to do this. So, <laughs> so she tried to be sneaky on the phone. I knew it was happening, but it was her. It was my it was, deal. Her, it was her doing. You kind of found out about it. Um, I, I mean, I don't. It doesn't diminish it at all. But I thought that because <laughs> I know when you tweeted it out, Lauren, you said I've stolen Tom's I've stolen Tom's cell phone, yeah. and then that's when you came up with the idea. Yeah. So go go ahead, go ahead and finish. So yeah, then I posted on his socials, uh, basically like, "Hey, I've stolen Tom's phone. Um, we want to make sure because." You know, it's even though we're we're very grateful, and um, it's been just a dream of a ride. Like honestly, this has been the best place with the Saints, with New Orleans. Um, it's still like it's still painful, you know. Absolutely. And um, so his birthday was coming up, so I just wanted everyone to post, you know, when they met Thomas, like or any kind of note that they wanted to send him or uh, a picture of him and basically just wanted him to know how truly loved he was and um, just how much good you've done. I, you know, I think that's, it was really because, because Thomas and I talked about it last week and then he sent me the actual piece, right? Oh, yeah. And, and I'm watching them and it's, it's, it, you, you cannot watch it and not get tears in your eyes. I mean, it's impossible to do it. I really, I mean, even the hardest hearted person would, would really get choked up by some of the comments and the pictures. And you realize that, you know, in the 12 years, what an unbelievable impact you two have made in that city. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Like, I think after I posted it within 20 minutes, we had 50 stories by the end, like by five o'clock, we had like over 
600. And I mean, you, you just wonder, I'm like, I've never really done anything. So I didn't know if anyone would actually watch it or actually do anything. And uh, hey, per usual, as <laughs> I always say, so Jeff, awesome. anytime I post anything about my wife, the content of your doubled or tripled. So, you know, she got like hundreds of thousands of views on her video. Well, that's, that's what he, that's what he said. I ask. When I asked him last week, Lauren, about having you on, I said, do you think Lauren would come on? He goes, let me just tell you something. If she comes on, <laughs> your hits are going to double. So I guess a little spinoff benefit. Hey, now, this is, this, this is the experience. I can't speak to it from a player standpoint, but I can speak to it from a coach's standpoint. When, when you get let go or you get fired or you know, staff gets let go or whatever, which is basically the same experience. Yeah. One of the things that's, unique about that is people sometimes don't know what to say to you. It's like you've lost a, per, you know, they don't know whether to say I'm sorry or I'm happy. You know, the, have you guys run up against that kind of thing at all where, where you go into the grocery store and somebody just doesn't like Not at all. No. You know, awesome. kind of like when somebody dies, I know it's different, but it, it's, it's a, it's a loss in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people avoid that because it's uncomfortable. And we haven't felt that at all. We've had so we've had hundreds so of people, people uh, that we out. actually have that are close relationships, friends, family that have reached out. And, um, you know, it's just it's been awesome. It's been therapeutic, honestly. It's kind of given us a chance Absolutely. to reminisce over the past 12 years and and yeah. all the interactions and how whether it was a whether it's been a relationship that you talk every week or something that's once a year or maybe it was just one off interaction with somebody one time. At a St. Louis airport. Whatever, right? Wow. That was wow. And just like, <laughs> it's so cool to know that those little ripples that you throw in the water, you know, those, those, it, even if it's a minute of just making eye contact and somebody values spending a moment with you. And if you value it back, what it can do. And so that's, it's been really therapeutic yeah. to go through all those things. What's been the single best for for you guys as a family, because really, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to I want to take it beyond Thomas as a football player. But for you guys as a family, for the Morsteads, what's been the single best thing about being a New Orleans Saint? Wow. <laughs> um, Is there anything that you go? I'm so so happy that we had that experience, or we had that relationship, or we had. You know, was it winning the Super Bowl? Was it, you know, your friendship with Steve Gleason? Was it, you know, which, what all the wonderful, incredible, amazing things that have happened in your 12-year career? Is there anyone that sticks out to you as a family to say, wow? Um, I, I don't know if there's a particular experience uh, so much as, as just for me. You know, when we decided to start building our house here, it was like, Hey, we're not doing this and investing this money and time into doing this build unless we know we want to be here, regardless of football. And to be honest with you, when I first got here, if you'd have told me I'm going to pick New Orleans to be my full time <laughs> living, I'd have said no way. And you know, this place just is just—it's not meant for everybody, but um, we felt like it was meant for us. And so I just think we're both so thankful to have yeah. it becomes the, a part of you yeah it's yeah. like you just kind of you can't like deny it you know <laughs> um, and i just feel really grateful that 
because uh, I know most people don't have the great experience. Uh, you know, you only hear about the few. Mm-hmm. Even a lot of guys that are superstars don't particularly love where they're at. And and for us to to make that decision to say no, we want to be here, and and that's just because of the people, you know. And that's and I could go into a bunch of different situation uh, scenarios. Our best friends live across from us, across the street. Uh, just there's a bunch of people down here that are just good people, um, and I think they balance us out a little bit. Uh, people here are not as concerned about tomorrow as they are about enjoying today. And that is something I've needed balancing personally, mm-hmm. big time. And um, he's a planner. And I'm a, I'm a planner. <laughs> and look, that's, like, I, I married one of those too. Like, but that's a good. That's been good. Yeah. But it's also this place has relaxed, mellowed us out a little bit. Me in particular. That's and, cool. Um, just we just feel very balanced here, and uh, probably like you do when you're riding a wave yeah. on, on the North Shore. <laughs> uh, you just feel like, hey, I'm I'm good. I'm happy yep. and I'm yep. content. We're content here. Yeah, that's so awesome. Hey, now, before we go on, I, I want to ask you a question about a teammate of yours and a, cl- a teammate you're close with and who just decided to step away from the game, Drew Brees. Did you see that coming, Thomas? Did you know that after the after the last playoff game that he he was planning on walking away from football. I mean, I, I can't say I knew it like as it was a fact, but I was 99% like he's for sure done. Um, and, but I, I thought he was 90% last year. I was, I was as certain as I could have been this year. Um, and man, I mean, I mean, words can't do it justice. What he's meant to the, to the team, the city, the whole region, to the NFL, um, you know, He's provided everybody in our organization at the Saints yes. stability. Yes. You know, the, the, the train, you know, not just players that move around, right? Coaches move around, uh, trainers move around because people have their guys. And when staffs get let go, mm-hmm. people move on. And he's provided so many people uh, stability in that organization. And yeah. man, a lot of people are. Have, Better be very grateful for him, and and also the fact that there is no Drew Brees 2.0 coming. Yeah. Uh, I wish everybody success, Taysom, Jameis, whoever is next, but uh, there'll never be another Drew Brees. Nobody like him. Lauren, were you were you tight with his wife? Were you, were you guys friends? Brittany is hilarious. I got I got to know her probably the last three years. The best we she started um, joining in our Bible study, and she was just like just a wealth of knowledge, but then also she would just put in these little things and you, I mean, she'd get everyone laughing at at all times. Like we were always like, just, you know, you kind of view like the breezes as like royalty, right. And like, like she's like the queen that can't do anything wrong. And then you get around her and you realize how humble she is and how she takes herself uh, not too seriously. Absolutely. And yeah. I think it, it allowed their ladies group to have a really awesome energy because, you know, if everybody kind of feels that way, I mean, she breaks the ice. She does. And, she and always she broke ma- the ice. And she, she makes it real. Totally inappropriate all the time. Lauren, she doesn't have this, this thing. She doesn't have this thing done. <laughs> she is, she's the best. She's the best. I mean, if I had to pick between the two, I think Brittany is. Okay. Tell me from a wife, tell me amongst the wives, right? Is there a 
you know, because you're in you're in such a high pressure industry and you're in an industry where there's very, very little security. Right. And yeah. things change constantly. And um, is there a kind of a sisterhood amongst the wives, especially after you've been through it a few times and seen, you know, players come and go, coaches come and go, losses and wins, all that, where you really can de- rely on one another? Absolutely. I mean, they've, I mean, it's, it's hard to explain the NFL to anyone who's not in the NFL. Um, and so just having this group of women um, who, you know, a lot, we have a lot of change every year, but we, we kind of set the bar when we have these Bible studies, we just are like, Hey, this is a safe space. Like this is a place you can be vulnerable and just um, to be able to have that. It, it's been like, I don't know. It's, I feel like Jeff, what she's saying is it's a vault and I don't know yes, anything that's know ever anything. been discussed. in Nothing. Nothing. Is that right? Yeah. Not even from, not even from the husbands. No, no. I'm well, telling you, you they've, they've developed such a trust, just like an NFL locker room, mm-hmm. trust and accountability. They've developed that mm-hmm. and they've helped each other out through situations. And, um, only stuff gets talked about outside. If it's, if it's something that someone says it's okay to talk mm-hmm. about, and they're, they're major support for each other because, like you said, players come and go all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, yeah. L- Lauren, that's that's really interesting because, you know, when Leslie and I, my wife and I talk about this experience that she's had to take on because, you know, here, here's a woman that's working in in government for the federal government. And, you know, she has no athletes and she's an only child. She has no athletes in the family, no athletes, never dated a football player. All of that, right? Has no idea what she's getting into, and it's like, yeah. what is this world, <laughs> right? When, when you have a young lady who is, you know, about to step into this world, do you, do, you, do you guys ever pull them aside and say, okay, now this is all really nice, but let's make sure you understand, you know, because it is. How do you prepare somebody? For for the what you what you talk you what you talked about where you can't even know what it's like until you're in it. I mean, you can't really prepare for it. I mean, I feel like everyone's experience is different too, and every team is different. Uh, we are we're fortunate enough that our team is. I feel like our team is so solid. Look, I've heard from a couple of uh, younger couples, you know, girlfriends, wives, even the boyfriend who's playing or the husband that's playing about how impactful the group is. And it doesn't sound to me like there's a bunch of preaching. Now, listen, here's how it's going to go. And here's yeah. how it's going to be. Yeah. I yeah. think when, when you're in that group and all of a sudden you hear somebody, you know, spilling something out, right. uh, that's very, very personal. Yes. And then you understand a week or two or three or four later that, man, no one talked about that. No yeah. one, that word didn't get out all of a sudden when you're going through some things, Everybody opens up at their time when they feel comfortable when they need, and that's what's really special about that group. Well, it's like you t- it's like you say, Thomas. It's like a great locker room. That's a, they kind of take care of one another, and it's it's yeah. what what goes on in there stays in there. Hey, yeah. uh, before we go to questions, we're talking about team, so I want you to give me a scoop here. Where are we going to see you punting the ball next year? What, <laughs> where, where will the Morstead, what team will the Morstead family be wearing jerseys oh, up next man. year? Let me tell you, I got no scoop for I you yet, Jeff. <laughs> uh, it's a, it, it's, uh, I'm hoping to at least have a little clarity on, on potential options here in the next day or so. 
and I'll I'll uh, definitely keep you posted. Um, now, from a selfish standpoint, all I need is just tell me that you'll be punting next year, because I still I think yeah. you, you I think you got plenty of game, I and I know the game. You know, I heard this said once upon a time, and I and I used to think it was true, but I don't think it's true anymore. Everybody loves football. Football doesn't love anybody. Mm. <laughs> football yeah. loves you, right? Hey, Guys we, like you. Well, I, look, I love the game, and um, I know I have a lot to offer, uh, not only with the way I can produce on the field, but in a lot of other areas. Um, and so, look, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm 100% playing because I don't know what the opportunities are going to be, uh, but, but in my mind, I'm playing. And uh, I love the game. I love the training. I love the grind. I love all the things that it takes to be great. I love and physically I feel great. And so, um, you know, if we got to go on a, uh, you know, a little four or five month vacation here in the fall, go <laughs> be somewhere else together as a family. And it's something that Lauren and the kids are excited about doing Then We're doing that for sure. Um, but I'm not done playing. Uh, right. I got too much left in me and I just love it too much. I, I, you know what? That makes me feel good. Now, got some questions for you. So, uh, okay. Michael, can you give – this comes from Glenner uh, from the U.K. Thomas, being in New Orleans for so long, who is the most underrated teammate you've played alongside? Wow. Well, I'm going to go way, way back to 2000, and I'm going to split three players on this, and this is because they're all specialists, and they were all at – the age of close to 40 or older. But in my first three years, I played with John Carney, who's in his 22nd year, I believe. Jason Kyle, my long snapper for my first year and a half, was in his maybe 17th year. And then John Casey in 2011, my third year, was in his 21st season. And those guys were, were so instrumental in my development as a player and as a person. Um, I saw players that were doing what I wanted to do, which was play for a long, long time and had a tremendous amount of respect in the locker room. And I got all those guys for a year, uh, locker right next to me. And not only were they great people, uh, they all, um, were outstanding at the end of their careers, you know, really played at a high level and they all took me into their wing. It was a unique thing where there wasn't any sort of competitive thing with them they were all kickers or snappers and so we were all on the same team working together mm -hmm. all hoping the best for each other and uh, man those guys were just so instrumental and I still keep in touch with all of them they're all close friends still today awesome got another one for us Michael David W says I don't know exactly uh, where he's from but I would guess based on the question he's a UK guy what was it like playing at the historic Wembley Stadium it was incredible. Um, my grandmother had passed away the summer before that, and we knew we were getting ready to go play there. Um, and my whole family on my mom's side's over there. And it was so nice that summer to be able to say, hey, granddad, I'll see you in two months or see you in three months. Uh, normally when we go visit, it's like, all right, we'll see you next time, whenever that is. And uh, we had about 40 family members all getting a huge bus down from the farm <laughs> in, in uh, Northeast Lincolnshire. They all came down. I wish I could have seen the bus. And I, I had 40 jerseys ready for all of them. And Lauren, Lauren, did you come? Did you? Oh, absolutely. I, I brought my three kids at the time. That's right. Uh, Maggie was four months old. And then we had Beckett, who was probably two, almost two. Yeah. 
I'll tell you, you are a warrior. Got baby, <laughs> babies on both hips. And, the of a lifetime, you hey, know. Yeah. And, 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 and she had a little grandparent and I had help some on the plane. Help, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but man, it was can't take all the credit. That was a special game. Yeah. Um, I had a I had a really really good game in that game, so that was cool. Selfishly, um, and my mom rented out you know the Dolphins playing oh gosh, Hard Rock so Stadium, <laughs> so she rented out a table at a Hard Rock. <laughs> and the, this hard rock was the official watching party of Which we had the no dolphins. Idea. And so they had, we show up and there's dolphins cheerleaders the night oh, before the game. No, no. And all of us have the number six. It's jerseys. all, it's all orange and green everywhere. They and even we have like the cheerleaders, like when you walk in and oh, no. oh. it's like an NFL <laughs> event, so except for our 40 top that we had in the back. And all of a sudden we got, we got these uh, different UK dolphins fans you know, talking trash over, oh, yeah. but they're wondering what's going on. It's not like everybody was wearing breeze, you, you know, uniforms. They're like, like why, are why, why are there 40 jersey? punter jerseys here? And, uh, we made, we, we, I took some pictures with some of them. They were, everybody was good, but it was oh, a yeah. great experience for my it family so all funny. to be together and to play over there in that historic place is just, it was incredible. Yeah. All right. Before I let you go, I, I, I gotta ask you to relate the story that you told me about what you heard from Morton after you got released. Okay, so Morton Anderson just made the Hall of Fame a few years ago. Um, Morton played for the New Orleans Saints back in the 80s and 90s. And in his 13th year with the Saints, after making, I don't know, six Pro Bowls maybe with the team, he was released. Uh, they wanted him to take a big, really big pay cut. He had had, he had, had a little less than his normal year. And he didn't feel it was warranted, and they released him. And uh, a coach by the name of Frank Gann Sr. was a special teams coach over at the Atlanta Falcons with June Jones. And um, he courted Morton into signing with the rival uh, Falcons. And Morton went out in his 14th season and had the best year of his career, broke a few NFL records. And um, anybody that knows Frank probably isn't surprised by that. But um, he just called me uh, a few days after the release and got on the phone. He said, my good man. And his, you know, his, uh, accent. um, he said, congratulations on a hall of fame, new Orleans saints career. He said, I've enjoyed watching you, um, uh, for many years. And I just want you to know that in, I had a down year in my 13th year and I had the best year of my career in year 14. And he said, I have no, ex I have nothing but the same expectation for you. I can't wait to see where you end up next year. I'll be watching. I know it's going to be outstanding. And that was pretty special to get a phone call like that from, from him. So very appreciative. Well, an endorsement from a Hall of Famer. And that's pretty good stuff, man. I'm going to tell you yeah. something. Thomas, Lauren, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come visit with us. And, and give us, give us a little, give us a little of that. The, uh, what is it? X chromosome or Y chromosome? I'm not, I'm not a, God, but giving giving us a little of the estrogen that she we gave, need so so little, desperately on this show. She gave you a little lanyap, a little something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's go. it. That, my wife has got her hands over her face and she's in horror right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, the, hey Jeff, the proof will be in the pudding. The next time you invite me on and you ask Lauren, the answer I give you will tell you how this went. So all right, all right. Then. All right. Hey, listen. You're, you guys are our favorites. I love you. Take care of yourself. And, and again, 
stay stay uh, stay healthy and stay good. We'll see you wearing some other uni next year. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate uh, it. Aloha. Thank you so much. All right.